Welcome to the Next Level Brands Podcast, where we share stories about the food and CPG world with experts in the trenches about how to build a successful brand today. Now, your host, G. Stephen Clear. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us today at the Next Level Brands Podcast. Our podcast today is brought to you by Kitchen to Shelf. Kitchen to Shelf is the educational arm of Next Level Brands CPG community and a provider of online and in-person courses and workshops for CPG entrepreneurs at any stage of growth. Whether you're an early stage startup, a local growing business, or a regional powerhouse, Kitchen to Shelf can help you learn what you need to know to grow. That's kitchen, the number two, shelf.com. Well, I'm Steve Clare. Welcome to the podcast. So imagine you had a booming business, working with some of the top regional retailers in the largest retail metro, handling a specialty business that focused on events, demos, and sampling. You had your best year in 2019, and then... COVID-19, and overnight your main source of income disappears. What you do is no longer done. That's exactly what happened to my guest today, Taylor Verbeck. Taylor started her career in-store at an event put on by Mother's National Marketing Company at the age of 14. After high school, she was promoted to regional manager, managing 1,000 demos a weekend at stores like Walmart, Target, and a dozen other supermarkets. In 2011, she partnered with her mother, Caroline, to start social sampling, which added an innovative social media approach to the world of in-store demos. Keeping it in the family, she also added her husband, Brandon, continuing to grow the business and including the major pivot that we are going to talk about today. Welcome to the show, Taylor. Hi, Steve, and thank you for having me. This no problem. Awesome. What a great opportunity. <laughs> Glad you could be here. So um, so we weren't kidding about the whole upfront thing. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Southern California is the market. Um, it's over a little over a year ago. You are swimming along, um, doing some great stuff. We all know how important demos and sampling are uh, in food and beverage, because if you can't taste it, it's tough to get you to buy it. Um, can you take us back to end of 2019 and sort of bring us forward? What, what happened? Yeah, it's, it's been one crazy, crazy ride. That's for sure. So um, in 2019, we had, since I had taken over, we've quadrupled our business since 2014 to 2019. So in five years, we've quadrupled our business. So every year we were kind of doubling for the most part. And then, you know, in March I was on a vacation and I get a call from, you know, state of brother headquarters saying, shut it all down starting tomorrow. And same thing happened with Ralph's and all the other accounts that we, that we work with. It was just, it was just like my heart just sank to the bottom of the floor. And um, so I had to go and, you know, tell my internal team and uh, you know our 300 plus connectors that we have out in the field that, Everything was coming to a halt and, you know, to pretty much be on standby um, until until we heard otherwise. So it was about May when, you know, nothing seemed to be looking up and all was just getting worse, really. And so I, my husband had brought up an idea to me a few years ago. This was maybe back in 2017, 18 and brought up a sample box idea to me. And I, sh I shut him down because our primary focus is in-store sampling. And I knew that if we took away from, you know, we put the samples in the box, it would take away from our in-store revenue. Right. And um, the difference there is it's kind of like night and day, really, when it comes to revenue and profit. But um, so I told him to write down a business plan and to get the, you know, the wheels turning there. So by the beginning of August, we were able to actually launch this sample box program. So within just two months, we wrote it down, we implemented the, the plan, we got IT in so we could have our subscriber list, we could have 
you know, all the little wheels that turn to, to make the sample box uh, program work. But um, we launched it with the help of actually Stater Brothers. They were one of the first ones to help us launch it. And after that, um, so we were able to reach out to the client saying, hey, if you're at Stater Brothers, we can help, you know, sample your product through residents' homes to right. reach to reach the customers there and then eventually bring them back to Stater Brothers with the coupon or something to redeem at the store to, you know, to make them go back to the account that we're trying to veer towards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and you were on vacation. That's the best part of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, good vacation, right? Last, last vacation for a while. Yeah. Um, the, the idea, and, and I, I'm thinking in sort of a, a, a parallel line, which is the folks who are, were in the snacking business, the snack box business and subscription business and sending tons and tons of these things to offices throughout Southern California. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, nobody's in the office anymore. So we had to go, could go do this. That's um, true. The, the other aspect is you mentioned Stater Brothers. So, so basically in, in, in the boxes and the ideation for putting the, the box together is send samples to the home, uh, but have something in the box that also brings the consumer into the store. And did you yeah. do that with regular sense off coupons? Did you do it with, how did you Yeah, manage? like Chobani had a, you know, cause their item is perishable. They provided coupons with the Stater Brothers logo. Right. So okay. we were able to draw the customers back to, to Stater Brothers. And because of the success of the program, Chobani signed up for another program. So it just shows that the redemption rate was, was there. So, which was great. Right, absolutely. Um, and it seems to me as though it's also a slightly, it's a slightly different world, and even for Chobani, but um, like a Coca-Cola versus a small new healthy beverage thing. Cool. Whereas if I don't, if I don't sample Coke, I still have a pretty good idea what it is. Yeah. But if you're trying to sell me something that's a grapefruit with blackberry infusion and, you know, whatever, mm, exactly. I almost have to taste it in order to make it, to make it work. Yeah. You know? So, so we've had Pepsi come to us recently and they were, they were in the same boat where they had the, the they were stuck and they, they're like, we're, we're, we're launching this new product at Food for Less and it's their new Mountain Dew Rise, their energy drink. Right. You know, so we were able to help them launch that product and um, they included a coupon that said redeem at Food for Less, buy one, get one. And they also included a, a can in our box. So the people were able to try the product and then go back to the store and, you know, get buy one, get one free. So it was Pretty much, they got two for the price of three, which is amazing. Um, when you started, when you started out with social sampling, you had a list. Where'd your list come from originally? How'd you choose it? Um, the manufacturers. There was a mix between some of the contacts that we we built in relationships with through Stater Brothers. Yeah. And then one night, I was like, "There has to be another way to get you know to find these these reps and who manages the social because it is a social media campaign on top of it all." Right. So I got on Instagram one night and I started blasting out to every contact that I could find on Instagram. So I started reaching out to the brands via Instagram, sending them a picture of our box, giving them the whole spiel and saying, Hey, if you're interested in learning more, send me your email address. And so that's, you know, I, I really, I built a, a list of over 500 new contacts just by Instagram yeah, alone. So Social media is at my fingertips and I, and I'm a pro at, at social media. So I utilized it at, at its best. That's, that's awesome. Now yeah. uh, let's talk for a quick second about um, what did you do before, even before sampling? So what's your background and what have you, 
How'd you get into this business? Uh, before sampling, I, I I literally grew up in sampling. My my mom and my dad had a, even their garage was full of miniature sized everything <laughs> you could find. So my mom owned a national marketing company. So I started doing demos when I, I started going to the office when I was a little girl. I was working in the mailroom. I'd open mail. Right. I'd work in the warehouse, whatever they needed me to do. When I was 13 years old, they threw me into my first Target and they said, I'll see you in six hours. Here's your demo table. Here's your script. Here's the product. Oh, and I demoed the, 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 I, it was uh, Dr. Pepper's new cherry uh, flavored. So that was Ooh, my okay. first demo ever. Yeah. So I've been doing demos since I could, I've been, I've probably done thousands of demos <laughs> and um, now I'm managing them all. <laughs> When we're looking at the, not necessarily the immediate future, I guess, whatever the new normal is, but um, from, from again, from Stater Brothers, from Rouse, from the other people that you're working with, how is it looking for the return to demoing and what will be, what will be different? Yeah, I, I think demoing will, I mean, hopefully it will go back to somewhat similar to what it is, yeah, it was a year ago, but I know that Costco has actually started in a few states actually having the tables with samples, with open samples on the table. So they've um, started it in Hawaii, Colorado, and I believe Arizona. My um, One of my husband's cousins sent me a picture of, they were at Sam's Club the other day and there was samples on the table. So uh -huh. uh, things are looking up. And I think that in the next few months, hopefully we'll be getting the green light here, especially because I believe we just moved into the lower tier, which means that um, food... Uh, food stores can go into full capacity again, right? Which which is a which is a good sign for us. Yes, I was I was gonna it, it, yeah, and as I asked that about Southern California in particular, um, mm -hmm. I I know in in I still go back to Northern California, or at least I did up until last year, mm -hmm. but I was back at least once every six weeks or so, and I know that when it went into quote unquote lockdown and then kind of unlock and then half a hatch open and then <laughs> oh maybe yes or. You know, if I'm a grocery store, how do I count 20% capacity? I put a guy oh, at the totally. door and go one, two, three, four. Sorry, you can't come in. I don't think I don't think I saw anybody counting, but <laughs> but but you know, probably even so, just passively, probably. Yeah, but a, a lot of people have um, veered towards shopping online, so I yeah. think that's really minimized the the tra the store traffic. But so that's where our, our sample boxes come into play perfectly. So, you know, we can we can reach those people in store and we can reach them at their homes. So now we can kind of we've kind of sealed the deal there. Um, and just so you can see, here's a picture of our sample box that we send out each month. Absolutely. See, there you go. Social sampling. Let's <laughs> each side. And then my husband, he personally delivers anywhere from three to four hundred boxes a month just because uh, UPS is it, a it, uh, pretty hefty, you know, feed yeah. per box to send. Yeah. So it averages out to be about $13 a box once we have the materials. You know, that's not even including labor. So, and we're keeping these uh, boxes to consumers for free. So they endorse the products and they really, it, you know, it's just like sampling in a grocery store. You get a sample for free. You should right. be paying for a sample. You might as well no. be buying it off the shelf. So that's kind of where we've tied in the sampling and now it's sampling in their homes, which is really cool. I, I think we've seen some uh, video of your husband dancing when delivering <laughs> a box on LinkedIn, I think, maybe. Yeah, my husband is a go-getter, that's for sure. He <laughs> well, makes good. it fun. He makes it fun. He wakes up at, you know, four or five in the morning, and he's been going out almost every Saturday to deliver our boxes. So we, we do the Orange County area ourselves, Inland Empire, anywhere that's within a, you know, we don't go all the way to San Diego ourselves. We ship those. We ship anything past L.A., 
but there's a certain diameter that you know radius that we that we cover ourselves which is awesome absolutely so in terms of all right so from the business model standpoint obviously a little bit of a shift but is your primary customer at this point manufacturers or retailers Manufacturers is ours. Oh, we actually right. did have 99 cent store contact us recently. So we we're we're crossing our fingers there. That that would be huge for us. That right. would be that would be like another Stater Brothers for us. You know, which and Stater Brothers has been our partner for they they were my partner with my mom's company. So they've been with us for about 20 years and with wow. social yeah. sampling personally for 10 years. They're a very, very loyal client of ours. And you know, our dedication does our focus is on on them primarily, yeah. but I, I um, want to make I want to make sure we get in here actually a couple of times. So um, yes. you can you can get information at www.socialsampling.com. Yes. And then also www.stayingconnected.com. Staying connected is more so a portal, a website for our demo people. So okay. that's where they that's where they log in. That's where they apply. That's where they book their events. Um, socialsampling.com would be for the vendors and the manufacturers, the retailers. And then obviously we have our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, all that good stuff. All those things. Which I manage myself right now. <laughs> I, 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 we should have a conversation about outsourcing after yeah, this. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One day I will let go. <laughs> we, we actually did in, in um, so uh, part of uh, Next Level Marketing, Next Level Brands, we did a, a couple of, of a little sort of mini blogs Mm-hmm. in the month of uh, March about outsourcing, about, you know, right. How you can take and take the things, first of all, a, that you don't like, or B, you're not good at. Yeah. And, and maybe just do an approach of taking one a month and trying as you can afford it to get outsourced because we're, we're also challenged with trying to do everything. And, you know, oh, we are. And then, and I, you know, I have a daughter, I have my family, you know, so yep. there's other things that I need to focus on other than just business. <laughs> But the social media, you know, that's that's pretty much our core, what we do, social media. So until I'm ready to you know, pass it on the torch, I'll right. know when the time comes, though. <laughs> um. So in terms of, all right, let, let's talk about expansion for a minute. And that is obviously you can do both territorial expansion um, in terms of wider audience from a geographic standpoint, yes. but also... How do you add people to the box list? Because I can I can just imagine a whole bunch of people out there. Yeah, right we've now. had over hey, twenty thousand people subscribe already, and we've only started in August. It hasn't been a year. One in one days in three days time, we had thirty five hundred people subscribe. One, it, it was just one post. You know, one influencer right. posted about us, and all of a sudden, all people in Puerto Rico, Canada. Everywhere, everywhere they want our box. Everyone's like, please come to our state. Please come to our state. And I'm like, not just yet. I need to make sure that, you know, we are prepared for this. But it's it's really exciting stuff that we can, if we if we do want to scale, that we can. And um, we do have the database for it. So it's great. Yeah. There's willing, there's willing people out there who will gladly sample your product. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, and and then would you look at different sampling audiences then if you know in other words if i know who my target audience is i'd say hey i'd like to know the profile and i really would appreciate it if we could you know 60 percent of the respondents or whatever could be in this category and then the other ones outside because we want to see what's going on but i really need you know obviously our main you know mom two kids whatever but you know that kind of thing you could actually do some um targeting 
Yeah, no, no, we, we have all that information, you know, it's really based off of the, the other brands in the box, but if we had one brand that wanted to really dwell into a ter- certain audience, then we'd probably have to make their own box or if it's a mailing, we can mail their own, you know, to these specific people, yeah. but because they're sharing a box with other items and, and, and I like that, that products do know their, their customer base, but you never know who could outside of that group who who would be interested in your product really you know right. some people that you would never expect you know unless it's a dog food or a baby you know a formula but even we have dog foods that are getting in our box and if those people that are subscribed with us are dog owners their neighbor is their brother is you know everyone knows somebody that they can pass the sample on to that will, it will get into the right hands you know yeah it'll, it'll go there um typically how many how many products in a box when you're sending it out? We do anywhere from eight to 10. Okay. Because we have the the taglines, the hashtags, and it's a pretty long write-up that our, that our subscribers need to include in their posts so that it, it um, you know, links to the vendor's pages. Um, so if you go to what, any of their Instagrams or Facebooks, you can go to their tagged page and you can scroll down and you'll see all of our posts. <laughs> so Got it's it. really, really cool. All right. So how does this, if, if, uh, again, if I'm receiving the box, how does, how does that work from the, you know, I agree to sample, I agree to post, uh, how does that work? So there's a one pager in, in the box, right. When you open it, it will say, Hey, if you want another box, here's the following steps that you need to do. And there's a check, check marks for each client with their tagline and their hashtag for Instagram and Facebook. So based off of the, the social media network that they'd like to utilize, um, because some people have different tags for Facebook and Instagram. So yeah, um, we yeah. include all those and then they need to upload their screenshot of their Facebook or Instagram post by a certain date. We usually give them about two weeks. So for the month of April, we gave them until next Friday. So we're going to close everything out on uh, April 30th. So if they don't turn in their, their uh, post by then, they're not qualified for the next round. So right now we have a turnover of about, 30 to 40% of our people that aren't turning in the post, but that allows us to bring in new people each month, which is great. So if you do a box with us in say November and you do one in January, you'll probably be reaching another out of the thousand boxes that we send, probably reaching about another 400 new people. So it's not the same subscribers every single time. time. There is a turnover. So as, as a manufacturer, if I, if I'm interested in, in, in doing this, what, how, how do you start? Do you usually work with regional sales or with marketing or, or how, how Yeah, I mean, we found ourselves working with, you know, several different positions, but um, like I, like I mentioned, a lot of our state or brother contacts are actually the contacts for, through, for the boxes as well. Cause they're sure. probably managing, they're managing the territory of California. So right. Right. Yeah, and then um, a lot of these these newer brands, I'm dealing with their marketing teams. So the the smaller brands, I've been dealing with their marketing teams. But um, like Star Fine Foods, they've already signed up for nine consecutive months. We have Beam Centauri who signed up for six consecutive months in a row. ABM signed up for five already, which is American Beverage Marketers. So um, yeah, just, just that alone shows that you know they're seeing the value in in what we're doing, which is amazing. That's fun. With Starfine Foods, you could put me on the list because uh, they were my age. <laughs> yeah, they did their olive oil last month and they did, did their balsamic this month. So every month they're going to do a different product, which is amazing. And then they're including a coupon too. So, um, right, so, so they go, go hand in hand. They, they were a client of ours for about seven years. 
Oh, so, how cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I've got, I've, I've still have the vinegars. I'll, I'll send you a box after this. So send yeah, me a box after this. Yeah. 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 They, they actually, a, a couple of years ago did a, a big box, big sampling box. Um, okay. Um, with this coupon with a uh, mm-hmm. uh, coupon. No, they had coupons, but it was recipe cards and it was amazing. It was, right. I, mean, it was I, I do like the idea of recipe cards as well, you know, yeah. especially if it's an item that is a mixer or something like that, that people don't know, right. you know, give them ideas, yeah. they make them, let them think outside the box with that. And I've been seeing a lot of our subscribers posting, like we just did a La Morena and somebody posted a recipe that they use with using the La Morena. So it's really cool to see how, how people are using the products in the, in their own homes. And if you get something like that and it even starts to go slightly viral, it's great because totally. you know, again, you're adding to that, you know, um, you know, like, Oh, it's a balsamic glaze. Well, what do I do with a balsamic glaze? Mm-hmm. Well, you, know, you can put it on a salad, but you can also put it on a chicken. He's like, wow, this yeah. is, is going to work for me. That's really, really very cool. cool. I love um, it. From, from a logistical standpoint. So um, if, if are, are you dealing with full size packs normally or sample packs or how does that work? It's mostly full size items for the most part. Yeah. Um, our box is, you know, 12 by nine. It's pretty big. So it could fit if, if, if half of them are products and half are coupons slash smaller items, uh, it fits, everything fits great. But we've been noticing for the most part that a lot of people have been doing full size items. It, obviously, if it's a bag of chips, they're setting their sample size. But um, right. when it came to the oil or any drinks or anything, it's, it's, they've been the full size products. Yeah, it's 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 almost um as inexpensive to do the full size to take the full size might as well because they have to manufacture a whole different you yep. know item it doesn't make sense i don't think then to run on their end <laughs> it, it, but we do get that a lot saying hey we don't have sample size items yet i'm like hey don't worry about it you can send the full size in our in our box yeah and there's a lot of people that have uh, single serve items today that didn't have them last year at this time exactly yeah um that's also that's also i think part of the drive um when we go back to food service where a lot of food service stuff was done in bulk that's kind of mm, probably not mm-hmm. going to happen for a while. So you're going to have right. to be prepared to do serving size or at least two servings or whatever. And something, it's something going forward. Yeah. Um, what, what um, can you share at a, uh, are there any like good stories about things that might've been sampled or happened or anything out there that might be funny or, you know, without. without well, when I was in? about 15, I did a, a adult wife event. I sold out. How about that? <laughs> I, got I was at Walmart and I was, I was petrified when my mom dropped me off at this event. I, you know, I was like, mom, there's no way in heck. Why, why, why are you pairing me up with this? It should be someone older selling it. I called her about four hours later. I was like, come pick me up. I sold out. I was like, you can use these anywhere on your body. You know, you don't have to be an older. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just- Anyone can use this product. So I ended up selling out. So I, I think that's, that was a highlight of things that I've sampled. That's for sure. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. I, I used to sample in Florida, NorCal. I, we used to work in Winn-Dixie. I used to manage the Winn-Dixie account. So I would travel out there one week out of the month and go audit all of my people, go recruit out there, work some events myself, do all the grand openings. We had a lot of target grand openings that we were doing. So I'd be out there all the time, but it was cool to, to be able to sample and not just stores in California, but I've sampled all over, all over the U S right. Yeah. It's, it's amazing too, because I think um, for, um, for middle-sized brands and smaller brands, the idea 
of, you know, they uh, demoing in itself. So they, they may start, uh, you know, let's, let's say they have a product that's come from a farmer's market or whatever. So they're used oh. to doing that, but then they kind of get into this thing of, oh my goodness, I'm in a safe way. And all of a sudden they want me to sample in 50 stores. Well, that doesn't work for me. I need a team or, or now, you know, obviously you can have third parties do it, whatever. Yeah. But what's, what's the challenge or the economics of smaller brands or emerging brands being able to demo or maybe to use social sampling? How do you, how do you attack that? Um, you know what? One thing that we do offer is obviously co-op and try-op events. So they can partner with a company and split the cost. So okay. that, that seems to be a, a big you know, helper for, for these smaller brands. So they can do these 50 events at half the price and then leverage off sometimes a bigger brand that that they could partner with so you know say i don't know who, who would be a smaller brand <laughs> that, that at stater brothers they don't have many small brands, small brands. Is usually but cheese and, well, cheese and crackers so they're yeah. like local local yeah, exactly cheese and, yeah but yeah. you could put you could put the cheese in the cracker with a well-known wine like treasury wines uh, right. they're 19 crimes and then they they can leverage off each other and and it does seem that the alcohol brands have a, a lot bigger budget so we're able to kind of yeah. veer the more of the charges for their side and then yep. the, the food brands help them pick up some of the slack as well. So that helps out. Absolutely. Um, so how did you talk your husband into to going in with you on this? <laughs> uh, you know, when we first met eight years ago, he he was doing something he didn't love. And um, so I had him start doing demos in the grocery stores for oh, me. Boy. He, he did that for quite a few months. He was doing a lot of the Stater Brother Grand Openings. And then one day I had him drive something out to Stater Brother headquarters to drop something off to our account manager there. And he started talking to one of the vendors in the, in the, in the lobby. And the guy crossed off from our account manager's name and wrote Brandon's, <laughs> you know, and it was like, I'm going to work with this guy right here. So he, he came back to work and showed me, you know, what he had done. And I was like, Oh, you want to give it a shot? You want to manage the Stater Brothers account? So, you know, it, it eventually led into him going out there every Thursday and just building these connections with these vendors and building a connection with the buyers, the category managers, all the people that we deal with over there. And he was eventually able to pass the torch on to, you know, another team member of ours. But now, now he, now he's on this box thing full force, but he was, he was <laughs> meant to be in sales and he was meant to be working. With, we were meant to work together. We're, we make a really good team. So. And you have a you have a healthy division of responsibilities. So yes, it, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. we do. No, he he pulls his weight, and that's all I could ask for, really. You know, because I I, I I carry a big load, and for him to be my support and sure. and to be my partner is I couldn't ask for more. So I I had done an interview with a a, a couple, and they're both on the program, and so I said, so how do you guys divide up responsibilities, whatever? And I think she answered and said, so I handle. <laughs> uh, human resources and operations, and he's the CFO and the marketing guy. And I went, whoa, whoa, he's the CFO and the marketing guy. I said, no, yeah. no, no, that's that's not a good idea. He yeah. should be handling. He should be CFO and human relations. Yeah, you should be handling operations and marketing. Because I pretty much handle to... everything except for. I mean, I still do sales, but he's like our my main sales guy. So you know that that's, that's awesome. enough weight on it in itself. And I I do manage the operations. I manage the finances. I manage pretty much all the other, all the other aspects of the company. So, but I, but I have a great team. There's six of us here. I have a gal that manages our events, one that does hiring, one that does our payroll, our reports. We have an analytics gal and then my IT director who is just phenomenal. 
and he's built our whole system. That's big. Yeah. yeah. So we have a really strong team. There's only seven of us, but we know what we're doing. No, <laughs> no. And that, and that, and if it works, it works. And then, and then uh, social media, we'll talk about because that's yeah. a, a whole nother new thing, right? Yeah. Got to figure that out. Um, from, so as we're looking right now, um, you know, spring uh, into, into summer, um, obviously store, do you get a read for store traffic at this point and whether or not that's picked up or how, how no, I haven't, but I probably should start look, diving into that and looking at the articles because I'm sure I'm sure things have picked up. But I believe that the days of shopping have, has probably changed because people were shopping almost equally Monday through Sunday because right. people weren't at work. And now people are going back to work. So, you know, the sh- things have probably shifted in 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 terms of times and dates that they go to the stores. So I'm sure it's more afternoon shopping again, more, you know, beer towards the weekends or the afternoons. I, I was talking with a uh, chocolate manufacturer who said what he's scared to death of is lists is that people started using shopping lists during the oh. pandemic and they're going to keep using lists because mm. they found out they could get out of the store cheaper, faster, right? Which we, we, we all did because we didn't have the stuff we wanted to buy. But, but he said, it's basically this idea of, you know, just going down the aisle and looking at stuff or at the checkout going, oh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not on my list. So Yeah. I wanna, or, know. yeah, having that laser, laser focus, you already know what you want. Yeah. So that you're, that's exactly where your eyes go. They don't go up top, you know, right yeah. to the product. <laughs> the, the impulse sale, you know. Yeah, you might, you know, might look at the ones right next to it, but your eyes don't usually veer too far. It's, you know, it'll, 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 it'll work I know there's itself. always a few things that I add to my shopping list that I don't plan oh. on. But especially if I bring my daughter. <laughs> well, it's almost like it's uh, for those of us in the business, at least it's like, it's a treat now yeah. to be able to go back. It's right. Uh, the first time we would dash in for stuff, obviously, whatever, but um, just, just to do it for purposes of the industry and knowledge. Uh, I signed up for the Walmart plus, And of course I had to get it delivered because I got to try and see how the delivery goes. Well, that went off really well. And yeah. as long as, I'm buying Cheerios and whatever, and that's fine. Now it, it eliminates seeing the stuff. I can't, I can't buy my meat that way. I can't, you know, whatever. It was an experimentation, and I'm not sure I'll continue doing it, but I'll probably do it at least once a month because mm-hmm. I'll get busy. And I'll go, oh, I don't want to go. My wife's not going to go do it because she's busy too. It's like, well, just here. What did we order last time? Oh, you milk, and eh, that's fine. Yeah, all the basics. <laughs> all the basics, you know. But the good thing is, at least on their shopping list, even the stuff that you wasn't basic is still on that list and it comes back up and says oh would you like to buy you know so and so so we'll I see think that's where our sample boxes come into play it's like oh i want to go i'm that's going to be added to my shopping list next time you know now now it's embedded in my mind yep if i you know it it's i think it's it's super important and it can play a really big role because regardless of advertising and promotion i think the stats that that we used to work on with big cpg firms was uh, 85% of all of the purchases of a new product are going to come from people who see it the first time mm-hmm. on the shelf in the store. Doesn't yep. matter. You can advertise all you want. You can, if they don't have a recall, they don't know. They're out, they're in the aisle, they're looking at the shelf and they go, Ooh, strawberry. Oh, I haven't seen that one before. Right. <laughs> so, so that, you know, that's going to come back to that as to the introduction of things. And if we can prompt people in their homes to do something first, and then like you have the coupon or you have the recipe or whatever, the reminder to convince yeah. them to do it. That's just. That's yeah, just- because in the store, I mean, a, a demo is, you know, 
people don't have the time or they don't want to stop. They don't want to be interrupted. So being sent directly to their homes, they can do it at their own leisure, you know, in their own time and really get to with every bite, not to be rushed, not just one little bite, not one little sip, you know, a full size item or, right. you know, it'll, I, it, it will stick with them. It, and and I can, I can use it. And for stuff that has any preparation to it, um, as we know, demo people have different levels of ability to be able to do those things. And, you know, totally. this way it's at home. Here's the recipe. Follow it. We're, we're going to yes. do it. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so as, so planning wise, um, you know, obviously you have something extra in this because you not only have the demoing, the box going to the house, the product going to the house, but you've got the social media side of it and whatever. Um, how are you looking at expanding that out? What's, what's without getting into proprietary, what's, what's kind of next on the horizon? You know what I've had, I've already tried to pass the torch a few times, but I guess not to the extent that I should. And I'm really just figuring out myself, you know, how often to post, where, when to post the exact times, like how often, and it's really just making sure that you're on it all the time. Like Instagram is a full-time job in itself. It's a little more, um, people are on that. I feel like more than a Facebook and it's more geared towards, um, pictures and products and right. things like that versus Facebook, which is more family friends oriented. So um, just learning to, or just have somebody that dedicated that they're, they're going to invest in it the way that I, that I am. Right. Yeah. You know, the, I think that's the hard part and, and then making sure that everything is consistent, our, our message, our branding, everything. I've, I've tried to, to do that a little bit too. And the fact that, Many of the people who are manufacturers and or and, and brand people and founders who've been on the show will send a sample box, whatever. And so, so well, I got to start doing something. So, so we do like the opening, the box opening, yeah, the and, unboxing. In it, and the cards, right? You know, it's very important, and and all of that. And then it's like, they're, oh, that's really cool. Thanks a lot for showing. Well, now all of a sudden, it's like now I have to do this. This is now part of the yeah. mo, right? We've got it. We've got it. I think another issue for me is that either way, I have to relay the information to whoever would be managing. So, you know, I already know what, what's on the schedule, what's on the, what's going to be posted. And I kind of feel like I'd have to, to provide that content and, yeah. you know, the list. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like I'm going to, I'll be doing a portion of the work anyway. It would take something off my plate, for, but for them, you know, I still need to relay what I want posted. So. <laughs> and, and, and uh, Taylor, how do you feed back to manufacturer clients and stuff about what the impact is? Besides, we sent out X number of samples and X number of boxes. Um, so like for our box program, we're sending um, anywhere from a 70 to 80 page report with the majority of their social postings, the ones that are the most, obviously the best of the best. Um, we can't send all 800 posts. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they don't want to see them anyway. No. But we do try to include up to six pay, uh, posts per page. So, um, it, you know, they at least get to view at least 400 of the posts themselves. It's kind of like they're they're seeing it in real time. They're all their posts going live and all the influencers and all the mi micro nano influencers that are, that are trying their products and posting about it to their friends and their family. So they get that. And then we can also include um, up to five customer feedback uh, questions. Right. So post Survey. program after everyone's got their box, what we usually send an email like we did for Pepsi. We've done it for, um, Jennifer, quite quite a few brands now. Uh, we have one coming up for Chomps, the beef sticks. Sure. But um, so customers can relay their their feedback, and you know, either either on a rating scale or to enter, like you know, describe this product in three words. So we can we can relay all that information to them at, in the report as well. 
So not only do they get the posts, they get feedback from the from the subscribers. Yeah, because that would I I would imagine that uh, that report would be a rich trove of SEO um, words. If yeah. I was if I was looking to run my SEO, that's one of the places because the the people have tried it, they've physically handled it, they've. I love the idea. Yeah, describe this product in three words. Oh, wow, we don't have that word on our website. Whoops, <laughs> we got to go forward. So that's awesome. That's, yeah. that's really good. And of course, they get coupon redemption if they do coupons. Yes, yes, yes. I think the only problem there for certain retailers, if they're doing other boxes, then it's kind of hard for us to, you know, if they pull their numbers, then it's kind of probably hard for them to see which ones are, we're social sampling and which were in other companies. So Right, yeah, they're, they're not, look, I mean, if, if you if you're working with somebody who can do it, you know a code, a special code just for that, mm. uh, fine. But they're probably not. They're probably using ones they already have. But yeah. uh, you can you can still see a bump over. Totally. Know. And then if a product is only you know sold e-commerce, we've done that as well, where they have they include a discount code. So they right. provide one in the box, and then they provide a code, and so you know they can order another six pack online. So. Right. It, it, it does. They don't have to be in store to be in our box, which is great. If they no. want to, if they want to just get the product out there. I mean, how else are you going to if you're e-commerce? That's really? right. You can't. No, no, you can't. I think it's even smarter for people that are, you know, e-commerce to to get in our box to get the the trial out there. Right, because uh, there's no opportunity to see, you know, and and you're not. You're also you don't get that. You don't get that next to the product on the shelf thing where somebody just happens to see you. Totally. Right. You've got it to, if you're on Amazon or you're on Thrive or whatever, they've actually got to go to the page or to, at least to your company page to even see the product. So that works mm -hmm. out really well. Um, so, okay, one more time website that brands and folks can go to to get more information? Socialsampling.com. And that is great. They can. <laughs> um, so, the folks out at, at State of Brothers, and you guys obviously still working together and stuff, um, and you, you mentioned Ralph's. Have you had interest from other retailers in terms of like I like I was mentioning earlier, ninety nine cent store reached out to us recently. The old buyer at Stater Brothers actually works at ninety nine cent store now, and um, the marketing director she used to work at Smart Final. So they both are well aware of our program and they love us. And uh, they said that we were the first ones that they thought of. So crossing our fingers there because I don't think ninety nine cent store has ever done sampling before. So. It might be a new avenue for them, and hopefully, we'll be the first ones on the boat. <laughs> well, and there's there's a lot of there's actually a lot of awareness, you know. Yeah, that, that, and I and I do want to you know right now keep our sampling just SoCal. You know, my mom was national, and she was gone my whole life, always traveling. You know, that's yeah. something right now. I'd I'd like to keep it local, but the box thing that's where we can really scale out. We can really do that. So. That's absolutely awesome. Well, tell everyone, hey, I appreciate so much taking the time. Thank uh, you. To be with us today. Fifth time and, is a charm. <laughs> and, and the folks, I know, we it took a little bit for us to, to put this together between illnesses and uh, my throwing my back out and uh, I... there was all kinds of things. And you're boxing, you know, it's like, don't, don't talk to me. I'm boxing. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what you got to do when you start at the ground, you got to be out there and, you know, making the boxes yourself. So, <laughs> and as you come from a family of entrepreneurs and entrepreneur Ooh. yourself, and you've drafted your, your husband into it, um, <laughs> you know, we have, a you know, entrepreneurs probably make up the bulk of our audience. Um, we ask our guests if they want to share um, one word or one phrase or some topic that they want to leave in the minds of fellow entrepreneurs. You got one? 
Um, I mean, it's probably been said a million, million times, but really is positive self-talk. You know, you're going to have so many down days and so many hits and you're just going to keep getting hit and focusing on the good and keeping that motto that I can and I will. And, and it's all the universe. It all works, you know, it all revolves and you got to keep those positive energies going. So I, I think that's helped me through everything that we've gone through is, you know, that flipping that switch right when I start going dark is making it light again and, and not giving up. So. I think that's that's absolutely great advice. And by the way, you're probably not planning another vacation soon, are you? <laughs> uh, not, not just yet. We're actually working on baby number two. So I, I might need a vacation before that happens. <laughs> well, that, that's okay. We've delayed podcasts for that as well. So it's, right. you know, I've, I've been through the, the, that. Uh, this year, that's been great. Taylor, hey, really appreciate it. I want to thank you for, for joining us again. And we'll thank have you, you back Steven. on the program a little further down the line. Thanks thank to all you. the rest of you for joining us on the podcast as well. If you have a growing firm in food, beverage, health and wellness, or even small goods, you should be a part of the Next Level Brands community. Education, resources, workshops, and founder coaching. More information available at nextlevelbrands.com. That's next with two X's. I'm Steve Clear, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Brands podcast with G. Stephen Clear. Learn more at Next with two X's, levelbrands.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for the Next Level Brands email list or subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode.